on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and we're going to talk about our body parts, baby. That's what we're going to do. Good morning, Lauren. How we doing? Good. Well, we're going to be talking about uh, replacing our body parts, getting new body parts. Is there just <laughs> body parts are us? You could just roll through it. No, Hello. wouldn't that be something? I'd like a new elbow, please. Yeah, thank you. I mean, people get hip replacements and stuff, right? Doesn't your mom have a new hip? She does. My dad has a new shoulder. Yep. Right? We Recovery rebuilt. is a beast, by the you know, way. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, as you get older, you pretty much turn into, like, the a Terminator. Robot. Yeah. yeah, you're <laughs> like half man, half machine. I, I get know. it. And then you can't go through any metal detector because you got to explain, well, I got a steel hip here and I got a whatever shoulder here. <laughs> It feels like it happens that way. Are there advantages to steel hips? Maybe somewhere. Maybe you it's be titanium. Great I actually you, don't know what the exact metal is. You could stick like a magnet, and so you could always put your phone on your side of your body. Oh my God. Makes sense, right? I'm pretty sure they don't put magnets in your no, body. No. But not a I, good idea. I saw this. So 70% of people, I guess, would love to replace a body part with a better one. And, and mo- the majority of people, it is. It's like a new hip or a better knee. Like their knee hurts and stuff like that. Got it, yeah. But I, I want to even dive a little deeper. And I want to ask you, Joey, let's, this is all honest space here. Do you have a body part that you would want to replace for a better one? A new one, a fresh one, a nicer one? Like it's brand new? It's not like a pre-owned. A bigger one, a smaller one. Okay. Uh, a more working one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's got awkward. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Okay. Two things came first to mind. First thing that comes to your mind. First a body that, part you want to swap out for a new model. The first body part that came to mind for me to swap out would be my hands. Because I have hands like a American Girl doll. I mean, they're just these pretty little <laughs> dainty things. They're very fragile. They're small. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm like a Cabbage Patch doll walking around. So my You're first like thought was SNL my... like skit with the lady yeah, with the little I tiny am. hands. I do have small hands for whatever reason. Um, so I'm going to... My first thought was hands. But they want to be proportionate with my wrists, and that's the problem. I don't know. I've got small wrists and small arms. Okay. You can't so, go hair, by the way. I should have said that in the beginning. Hair is not I considered wasn't even a body part hair in for my whatever opinion. reason. So my hands was my first thought, and then my second thought was uh, nose. Okay. A little, a little smaller. A little something. But I don't smaller know. Smaller nose, bigger hands. Smaller nose, bigger hands, yeah. But I could only do one. So final answer, I would like to be able to palm a basketball. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go hands. <laughs> final answer, Bob. That's what I'm going to go with. All right. What about you? Why do you need that skill, by the way, to palm a basketball? It would be nice. A lot of people cannot do that. I think it would be nice water cooler talk. Like, I'd bring a basketball wherever I go and be like, palm it. And then if they couldn't, I'd be like, I can. (laughs) But again, my my wrists and my arms are a little smaller. And so I don't want to have these behemoths. And then it's all misproportionate. Yeah, it's got to work with your body, too. So I'm I'm still going to go hands. I wish I could do a two-for-one combo and get hands and feet because also I feel like those kind of match and need to go side-by-side, but whatever. I'll go hands, final answer. Okay, I actually think uh, this is easy for me because we've talked about it before. I'm getting rid of my knees. My knees got to go. I need better knees. (laughs) I need sexier knees. I've said this. I have, like, cantaloupe knees. They're big old honking mamas. It's a couple of coconuts. (laughs) I appreciate it. I'm, I'm done with my knee game, and I honestly, truly. Yeah, Let me see my your knees. knees. Could you walk or at least right, stand yeah. up or something? Okay, so can you see? I think see, they're great. I mean, they're okay. They are. They are built for endurance. They are. I think they're great <laughs> knees. 
Built for so, endurance. So, do you want the kneecap smaller? You know, I, I, that's a good question. I don't know. I you feel don't like know I, where we, to go I need with that. like sleeker knees, and maybe that means sleeker legs. Got to got to figure out the thighs in the uh, calf game. Too. I have I have no comment on your thighs or your calf size. I'm not going to bring that up. But I'm saying like if you have you know average size calves and and legs and then tiny little knees, you're going to look weird. <laughs> I don't know. But if you go skinnier legs and thighs and then your knees are just sitting out there, you're going to look I mean, really like you're wearing knee pads. Yeah. Well, and, and truly, I feel like um, my knees they also hurt. Like I'm I, I've realized as age. When I'm walking up the stairs and the fact that I can hear my knees popping like bubble wrap. Yeah, that's not good. Probably need some new knees at this point. But if if I can't go knees, I'll go maybe a tighter rumpus, you know? Maybe a little You little want a little t- tighter rumpus? Okay. Yeah, you know, just like evened it out a little bit. Uh, you know, that's actually a, an underrated trade that I would maybe do because I have no rumpus. Not I saying I need a rumpus. Yeah, I, I don't need a booty, but it would be kind of nice to have a better cushion because this thing gets hard really quick. Okay, let's uh, flip the script a little bit. Body part on me, you would swap out for a better one, or I choose so, a body nope. part on you and just swap nope. out for a better not one. Not a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. Throw something out there. Mm, uh, I love your toes, so I'm not messing with those. <laughs> I love your- I think you have very proportionate toes. Some people's feet look weird, including mine. My toes and my feet all jacked up. Um, I, Lauren, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not going there. All right, good answer. And neither should you. All unless right, you want to. I won't. Nope, you're good. Was it going to be my head? <laughs> Why your head? Well, my hair, my my balding hair, just no. my face. No, no, no. I probably would agree with your hands. Maybe a little bigger hands. Okay, all right. <laughs> Message received. It's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. I wish I would have tallied from the very beginning how many times I'd be bringing up someone entering an enclosure at the zoo. I can't even count at this point. You know, it's an intriguing thing, though. When I go to the zoo, they normally, all the animals are chill. They're hanging out there. You got plenty of space. They look relaxed. I can understand the idea of let me just hop over and say hello. Yeah, see, I, I don't understand that idea. I think with certain I'm, animals. I'm fine being behind the fence. I have warned every zoo in the continental United States. If you have a red panda and I am visiting your zoo, there is a 50-50 chance I leave with that red panda. If somehow. you can somehow fit it in your, under your shirt. I freaking love or- those. And <laughs> I don't know what it costs to uh, get one of those as a pet. I don't know if it's even legal, but I want a red panda and I want one now. So, okay, well. Just a heads up. Uh, local zoos, watch out! Joey's coming for oh, you. I've warned you. Like, don't don't be mad at me if I end up smuggling one because I've warned you on this show. Every zoo is going to have your picture in the back room. Do not admit this man, the red panda thief. <laughs> uh, so the latest is this guy from Massachusetts who decided that he was interested in tigers, loves tigers, and he wanted to get close and personal with a tiger. Yeah. Obviously, so he was seen hopping the gate or the fence to where the tiger was at. And he goes, well, they say the eye of the tiger is the most dangerous thing you'll ever see in your whole life. So might as well try it. And he says, I want to look into the eye of a tiger. Of a tiger. It's that song, man. The eye of of the the tiger. Now the cream of the fight. I don't know. The cream of the fight? What are the lyrics? You got to look that up because now I don't know. (laughs) It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Not the cream of the the fight. What is the cream of the fight? I don't know. 
Either way, he wanted to look directly into the tiger's eyes now that he was apprehended, charged with trespassing and disorderly conduct. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of a rival. And the last known survivor stocks his prey in the night. It's a good song. Did you hear about Elton John's jet that had to make an emergency landing? This is crazy. So he was trying to leave from the UK to New York. Was it a rocket, man? For his shows. My God. Have you heard about Elton John's jet? Yeah, it's a rocket, man. Sorry. You're so stupid. Go ahead. But But I like it. I like where you're going. So he's flying from the UK to New York. He had a show to perform at. Now, shortly after takeoff, there were some problems. Um, This was about an hour into the flight. They were forced to make a U-turn because something was wrong with the plane. And so they were going to make an emergency landing in Ireland. But there were crazy winds, like 80-mile-per-hour winds. So they were having trouble even landing. It took them forever, like three or four attempts, to even land this plane. Uh, Bystanders were watching, saying it was like the craziest thing that I've ever seen. Luckily, he was safe and everything was okay. Wouldn't you think this man would be like, I'm gonna take a rest. I'm gonna I'm gonna just stay on the yeah. ground for a while. No, no, he caught a later flight to go to New York Ooh. because he didn't want to disappoint his fans. And he, he looked at all his crew and he said, "Hold me closer." <laughs> Tiny dancer. Uh, yeah. So Sorry. he's okay. Yeah, Who good. was it? Wasn't it uh, Post Malone and his? Remember yeah, that yeah, emergency big... landing uh, you know, he had? Because the wheel was it. The this wheel freaks wasn't me out. out. When you think of all these celebrities constantly. On these private jets? Yeah, you do wonder about stuff like that. It's scary. Yeah, it is really crazy. There's a U.S. House candidate in Oklahoma. I think she just hates sleepovers, decided to get real drunk to uh, to numb the pain, I guess. This is what happened. Her name is Abby Broyles. So she's running for uh, office? House candidate okay. in Oklahoma. Yeah, she's running for office. She's now had to apologize after reports that she became intoxicated at a Valentine's Day weekend sleepover for middle school age girls. <laughs> she berated several of the children, making <laughs> fun of them, and then vomited in a hamper. You think she's gonna get to, she's gonna get elected? Doesn't that sound like some slumber parties? <laughs> There's always a parent that goes that's trying to be cool. It's like the mom from Mean Girls. I'm not a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. Now she's telling local news stations. That she had an adverse reaction after drinking wine and That's taking sleep medication. Say. Anytime someone has a little bit too much, they're always going, oh, I had a weird reaction. Yeah, it's alcohol. That... <laughs> That's the reaction. The reaction She's is like, you have too much of it. Yeah, crazy. I took these sleeping pills and then I drank a bottle of wine. It's like, you know, you shouldn't mix those, right? Oh, gosh. A woman stuck in her chimney. This gives me so much claustrophobia. So I, I guess think she, about Santa Claus. He can do it. I know, but this woman cannot. She got trapped in her chimney. I guess she got in a fight with her family and then she was trying to get back into the house. And so she <laughs> she goes through Imagine the chimney. Imagine getting in a fight and be like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm just going to come through the chimney. I'm Santa Claus it. So she goes headfirst down the chimney. Oh, gosh. Which is, sounds why, terrifying. Why headfirst? I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you go feet I'll first? ask her next time I see her. Yeah. Okay. So she goes headfirst. She gets about eight to 10 feet down, and then she gets stuck. I'm getting claustrophobic her just head, hearing this story. I hate this. Her head is about six feet above the ground, and her above her feet, there's like another eight feet uh, I can't, in the I, chimney. You got to stop the story. I'm freaking out. She's, I hate this. She's stuck there for over an hour upside down while firefighters had to try and get her out of the chimney. And she was probably arguing about something stupid. Oh, probably. Like, do you think she was what, still what are arguing? Having for dinner? Like, do you think she was still yelling through the chimney while she's stuck there? <laughs> Gary, I'm not happy. Let me tell you. And all the blood's rushing to my head. Yeah. 
So they did rescue her, which is very good. That is the good news. Those are some of your trending stories. Time for another phone janks with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's get to another phone janks this morning. So uh, Nicole has her car in the auto shop. I love doing these when someone's getting their car worked on because I know nothing about cars. So I call Nicole from the auto shop. She was set up by her husband, Tim, by the way. And, well, I dedicate myself to fixing your car. Okay. And when I'm talking about 24-7, I'm talking 24-7. That's why I'm spending the night in your car to really find out (laughs) the problem. Sleeping in her car. Yeah, but I hurt my neck sleeping with the car, and now we got issues, and it's the phone janks. Hello? Hi, uh, Nicole. Is this Nicole? Yeah, this is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Chip, over with uh, Auto. How are you? Just want to give you a call about your car. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I was hoping to hear from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I just want to give you an update. Um, things I think I know what the problem is, but I just want to let you know um, I'm not going to be able to get to most of it today. I'm actually going to be out today. So after sleeping in your car last night, my neck kind of tweaked, and I'm having neck issues, so i got to go see the doctor. But um, I'll be back at it tomorrow uh, wait, or the next I'm, day. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry wait. Um, yeah. What, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name at the top of the call. What was your Chip. name? My name's Chip. I, I and I've been I've been the one Chip. working on your car. I know you worked with Chris a lot, but uh, I'm Chip, and I've been working what? on it. So I slept in your car last night wait, to wait, try no, and figure it out. Right, Chip. I heard I heard that you said you slept in my car. Yeah, you twisted your neck because you slept in my car. Yeah. So I've been doing this a long time, and because we were trying to figure out what the issue is, I need to spend some twenty four seven TLC with your car. So I sleep I sleep in the cars I work with overnight to just get a feel. For them, and I, I tweet your rec- your seats don't recline great, so my neck is. I mean, I'm rubbing it right now. It's just it's in a lot of pain. So yeah, I, I mean, I sleep um, in every car I work in. I've never. Um, I'm sorry, that's a little weird. I don't. Well, I've never heard of somebody spending the night in the car. Sure, yeah. I mean, working on it. There's, but there's a reason you come uh, to auto, and that is because you want the job well done, and I do a good job. And the reason I do that is because. I sleep in the car to get a feel for it. I need to know the car I'm working with. It's not a stranger. You don't need to sleep in my... No, like, that's completely weird, and that kind of freaks me out. And so I don't want anybody spending the night in my car. Well, let's get... Especially if it's in your care, and you're supposed to be taking care of it and fixing it. I understand that, ma'am. I understand that. But I don't sleep naked. I sleep in my my boxers, and it's fine. And I have have a blanket. No, don't. No, that don't sleep in your box. Don't I mean okay. sleep in whatever you Listen. want to sleep in, but like don't sleep yeah, in my I, car. I understand. Like, that is okay, so weird to me, okay. and I'm really getting a little like like I feel like I might have a little got mini heart attack over this. Well, and got, so, you know what? Why not you just? I, uh, I, 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 you I, obviously don't appreciate our business. Do you want the car fixed, or do you want you want someone I, to just rink a dink with a wrench, or you want someone that cares? I love your car. All right, I spent some TLC. Yeah, I know what it needs. Oh, so yes, let's do this. Let me finish. Okay, fine. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead, ma'am. What? I'm sorry. I cut you off. I'm I sorry. If you think you're going to spend the night, I will pull my car out. I will take it to another mechanic. That is so bizarre. Yes, I want my car fixed. No, I don't want anybody spending okay. the night in it. All right. I feel really freaked out. That is kind of like gross and weird. And, um, and I understand. And I've never heard of anything. I understand. I, I understand. Ma'am, I understand. I under- don't, don't talk about Google reviews. Listen, I know I said I was going to be out today with my neck problems. I, I want to make this right. I'm sorry you think it's weird. I do just got to get out some drool stains because I drooled on your seat. So once I detail that oh, out, I'm going to yeah. work on it. 
So, uh, all right. Tip, listen, I, I need to speak to somebody in management there because this is absolutely, absolutely insane and crazy. And I don't, I'm deeply disturbed. If you, if you think, if you think, if you think that I'm the only one that sleeps with the cars overnight to get a feel for them, you are sorely mistaken, ma'am. We pretty much everyone does that here. Mechanics sleep in their cars. I'm saying all the good ones, all the good ones do just, you know what I mean? Just to really know this car. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, I also would love Are to. Are you t- on something? Right no, now? I'm not. What are you on? This is absolutely absurd. I, I'm I, not. N- this is. I understand what? you like, think it's I'm, crazy. Let me. No, no, no! Don't do anything. I'm going to come down and but, I will before have my car you do that. Out of the shop today bef- before I don't you want do that. Sleeping in my car. I understand that, man. But before what? you do that, let me talk to your husband, Trent, because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, no. and no one has spent the night in your car. It's a phone jinx. It's going to be like you're not. This is is your husband's doing. This is a joke. Don't worry. No one spends the night in your car. All right. And uh, from what I understand, I was so freaked out. Yeah, you were ready to punch me through the phone, and I get that. Uh, So don't worry. I don't know of any mechanic that does that. I'm sure the car stays overnight. I don't think the mechanic stays with it. All right. Okay. So don't worry. And uh, your husband did tell me. The car should be done soon because I guess he got an update on it, apparently. So I think you're good to go, all right? <laughs> okay. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that time for make up or break up. We're trying to get Allie on another date with Shane. I am not going to lie. I always wanted to date an Allie. I don't know how to say that without sounding like a creep. So moving I just, on. I always love the name Allie. <laughs> Uh, but obviously happily married. And uh, Allie, let's bring you on now. Is it weird that I just mentioned how I've always wanted to date an Allie? And now you're looking for another date. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is sweet. She's like, like you said, um, you're married. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, right. so Allie, tell us a little bit about your date with Shane and why don't you think you can get a hold of him? Yeah, so it's so weird because we have, like, such a great time together. We... Um, we went out to this really good restaurant and I just felt like completely comfortable with him. And like, I just shared like all those experiences I had and he seemed interested and he was like sharing too. So I thought the date really went well, um, toward the end, like it was really awkward. So I was hoping he would kiss me and he didn't. So that was only like strange. I was wondering, should I have tried you know should i have gone for it you know what yeah. was you know i just that's the only thing i could think of i definitely wanted to but i don't know if he wasn't interested or if he wanted mm-hmm. me to make the first move what did you say did you say like hey are you gonna kiss, kiss me. me like how did that <laughs> how did that all go down it just like was really awkward. Okay, <laughs> it so didn't go down very well. Got it. So I could see that you kind of maybe throw out some flares, some signals a little bit, and then maybe he wasn't catching on it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that. I mean, sometimes yeah, men. I mean, Joey. No offense, things kind of go over your head a little bit. Maybe you don't pick up on little hints. Sometimes you, you have to. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta go for it. But yeah. Um, yeah, that is always a little weird when when the date ends. Some awkwardly. people don't. They like no date on the fir- or no kiss on the first date. I have heard that from many people. That yeah, that's like they, right. some sometimes guys and girls they'll set their own rule book in when it comes to first Which dates. Is good. And one yeah, one of them may be I do not kiss on the first date because once we kiss, then maybe it's mixed signals and you think it's more serious than than others or whatever. So um, Allie, let's play mm-hmm. a song. Let's come back and let's call Shane. All right. 
Okay, sounds good. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. Here we go. Uh, we're about to talk to Shane. After uh, we just talked to Allie, she thought everything was great. She says we shared a lot on the date about our life, and she said it was awkward. I, She didn't really go into detail about what she did to try and get a kiss, but she was like, I yeah. really dropped hints for him to kiss me, and he didn't, and that well, was weird. And bottom line, there was a connection there. She was hoping for a kiss. It didn't land. She said it ended weird, and now he has not like called her or texted her. So I think, I think almost you can feel a little embarrassed, like, ah, did I do something weird? Yeah. And then he... Yeah. Picked up on the wrong hint, so we'll give him a call and see if maybe we can figure out why he's not calling her back. Hello? Hello, is this Shane? Uh, this is he. Who's this? Hi, hey Shane. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello? Hey, Shane. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Hello? Hi. you got to be kidding <laughs> No, you we're not kidding, kidding you. We're... <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Um, well, good. It sounds oh, like boy. you are familiar with. <laughs> yes, I love I've heard that. you guys. And okay, good. Do you know that? why we might be calling you? Oh, I have a pretty good sneaking suspicion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Well, you might be suspicious that it is about Allie. Uh, you oh, guys yeah. went on a date. I know Allie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I don't get. Like you should do your due diligence so you don't get on this show. But here you are. <laughs> so we have you. Um, do you know that Allie's on the other line? <laughs> Because she is. I so do. We, okay. I do. Holy crap. Let's, no, no, no. This is a big, this is a big kumbaya session. We're Let's all going to figure Allie things out. On. <sighs> Say hello to Allie. Hey, Allie. Hey, Shane. How you doing? Oh, I can feel uh, the chemistry. Oh, you actually got us on the radio. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I just was wondering why you disappeared. I thought we had so much fun, and uh, I was kind of vibing on you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Just thought it'd be easier. To, uh, this is going to be tough. Um, I like Yally. I really do. And you're really, really hard to forget. But man, it was like you—you've lived your life to the fullest. You were a total name dropper. I mean, there wasn't anything that I didn't say. I even I even made up something, and you had somebody you <laughs> like. I mean, every time I said something, you had met either a celebrity. If I mentioned a vacation I went on, you went there. It was like always like a one-up okay. on the conversation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Allie? Yeah, help me, guys, here. I'm drowning. No, no, no. I, no, I, I've, I've, I've been, been there before. You're so you're, the you're saying Allie is someone who you have a story and she has an even better story. She met someone. She met, you know, you met someone and she met someone even cooler. Is that but what you're explaining? Sometimes that's perspective. Like some people think that's finding common ground. But other people say it's um, what's the phrase? Topper. You're a topper. Where it's like Ooh. you could be like, oh, I, yeah. I once was in a fire, and someone's well, like, I saved a cat from a how, fire. How much was this part of the date? Was this the entire date? Can you give me an example? No, it was the entire date. I mean, we we were talking. Um, she was, you know, if I mentioned that I went to this little tea shop down the corner there, one of those. She was there, and she met the governor while she was there. Okay, you so know, so uh, if I mentioned Allie? I went to Cabo. And she said she had gone there, and she, you know, she ran into Tom Cruise on Lover's Beach. Yeah, it was yeah. just one thing <laughs> after another. A- A- Allie, your thoughts on this? He's saying it's a topper, it's a one-upper. Uh, did you yeah. view it like that? I, I mean, I can't help that I've lived like a really interesting life, and most people find it, you know, intriguing to hear about it. I just, I find myself like, yeah, just really in great places, meeting great people, and. 
Um, intriguing. And maybe I was a little nervous. Intriguing, like, yes, but can I come was, off like, as annoying. Trying to impress you a little too much. I don't know. Oh, okay. what about that? What if yeah, it's? I, I mean, completely get that. I really do. And I thought maybe I thought maybe it might have been. I even said it, this. This is the made-up part. I said I went to a hockey game, and you actually came out with the fact that your uncle played in the uh, hockey league with Wayne Gretzky. I'm like, <laughs> what you did? <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? I can't. I, you know, my uncle's But I was like, I can't believe that it's everything in your life has got somebody that you run into. I'm like, oh, and, and sometimes, what, what normal conversation. You know, Allie, I will say, sometimes when you bring up that stuff, though maybe true, and exciting. It could sometimes make it could sometimes make the other person feel a little insignificant. Like when they try to share something exciting, and then you're like, "Well, I did this and this," and it's you know, there's a balance. But I also, think. I think on first dates, you're trying mm-hmm. to find common ground. And I can see myself if someone goes, "Oh, I've eaten fondue," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, my you know, I invented fondue. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, my <laughs> name is fondue." So I understand it. Is this something we can overcome? Shane, I mean, I think you've been honest, and I think you've been honest with Allie, and maybe this is obviously something that she can work on, but it's up to you, Shane, because Allie still likes you. Well, and Allie, if you even still want to go out now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, how much of an interest am I? I mean, if you've met all these wonderful people, I don't know if my simple life here can match up. I Uh. just don't know. I just don't know. So, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Maybe, maybe a TBD to be determined. Yeah. Maybe you guys can work Allie, this out. I have a couple of friends that have had some cool lives. I'm going to get you guys together for lunch, and then we can see who's had the better awesome. life. I think that would be great. <laughs> Thank <It's>, you. <laughs> you bet. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. I'm actually stealing this uh, Throwback Thursday question this week. From our coworker Meredith, she posed this question: What is a weird rule that you had growing up, like an odd one that was like, you know what? If I explain that rule to somebody, no one's gonna understand what that rule is, but it's my family's rule. A weird rule. This is really tough for me. Your girl had no rules. I lived in a house that what nothing was really enforced that much. Bless my mom's soul. My well, she is alive, by the way. Yeah, but still bless her soul. Bless my mom's you heart. You can bless a soul that's still living. I think my mom tried really hard to have structure and rules in our home, but I just wasn't having it. You weren't that. You weren't about that life. For instance, and I know I've shared this before, I would get grounded, and I put air quotes around that. I'd do something stupid, and I'd get grounded, and literally probably three hours later, I would be out with my friends. Not proud of it. But so my she mom was, was one of those uh, softy kind of, pushover. She, yeah, she folded like a lawn chair. I have a feeling that's the kind of dad I'm going to be. Like, even with our two-year-old now, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, sure, you want ice cream for dinner? That's okay. Yeah, I mean, there, there were rules like that. Now, when my grandparents lived with us, because for many years of my childhood, my grandparents lived with us, there were a lot of rules with my grandma. You know, no elbows on the table, oh, no eating yeah. before dinner, yeah. stand up straight. I mean, my grandma had a lot of different rules and a lot of that had to do with the typical like only eat what you put on your plate those types of rules yeah uh mine was uh probably couldn't say butt and couldn't say fart and now look at me i'm a grown adult butts and farts and butts and farts and <laughs> i don't care I'd say it all day but no truly did you those have to wash the- your mouth out with soap I-, I did get my mouth washed out with soap once and for whatever reason was it because of butt or fart or was no, it worse? it was probably something much worse i would yeah. hope i'm i mean I'm 99% sure it's the first time I heard a word, a cuss word, the B word. And you repeated and I, it. I yelled from the top bunk that my sister was a B and I didn't know what it meant. 
And that uh, obviously mm. did not go well. Echoed yeah, throughout the house. Yeah, wouldn't think so. No. My grandma so, would wash our mouth out with liquid soap on yeah, our toothbrush. Our, oh, that's a new way. Use mean, the toothbrush as a tool. Just mean. She would put liquid soap on our toothbrush. Mine was liquid soap, too, which I always pictured. You know, I've only had my mouth washed out with soap once. And I always pictured it was going to be like a Christmas story with the big bar in there. And then I realized when I got to the bathroom with my mom, like, grabbing me by the arm, I was like, oh, crap, we only have liquid soap. <laughs> I feel like that's worse. Yeah, and I only had to go through that once in because my life. Because a bar, once. a bar you can grab with your teeth and you don't have to, like, touch it with your tongue. Liquid yeah. soap, you almost got to drink it. Ugh. What a weird, sorry, what a weird punishment because it it literally, it's taking the literal version of a potty mouth and like, well, we're yeah. going to clean it with soap. If you're going to talk dirty, you got to clean gotta it get up it with clean. soap. Right. I don't, I don't know anybody that does that anymore. And what would the but... FDA say about ingesting soap? Like, I don't think it's you recommended. You ingested it? I never ingested it. You spit it out. Why do I feel like I swallowed it? Maybe doubt, my mom didn't want me I to. I doubt your parents made you swallow soap. Years later, I'm a grown adult. CPA is going to call my mom. CPS, Joey. Oh. <laughs> CPA is CPA's a-, a tax. Somebody's going to help you with your taxes. Excuse me, ma'am. I have two questions for you. Did you make your kid swallow soap and have you filed your taxes this year? <laughs> How many dependents are you claiming? Did you give to charity this year? Oh I'm gosh. such an idiot. It's a okay. CPS. It's okay. But yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have many rules in my house. I know there were a lot of rules that probably were in place. But unfortunately, my <laughs> whenever, parents just, um, yeah. Whenever my sister babysat us, I think I've told this story before, but she thought, I mean, she said her rule was diet sodas, you could have as many as you want because it's just like water. And so <laughs> I would, we we never had name brand <laughs> soda growing up because, you know, we didn't have the money. So we had Shasta all the time. Yep. And uh, there was diet Shasta grapefruit. And anytime my sister Katie would babysit us, I would crush seven of them. I mean, oh literally, a 12-year-old kid drinking Shasta Diet Grapefruit, Ugh. seven of them on a Tuesday night. You know, I just thought of one. So my parents are divorced, and I grew up with my mom. But when I was young, I would go visit my dad, you know, for holidays or spring break or whatever. And I remember when I was at my dad's house, the rule was no Harry Potter. Oh, okay. But yeah, like, I've heard no of that. watching Harry Potter, no talking about Harry Potter. Oh, you couldn't even mention it. No so reading about Harry Potter. So he who will Potter. not be named was legit. He shall not be named. Correct. Like Voldemort was. You know was- who. And then when I was at home with my mom, it was Harry Potter marathon. So it was like. So she was trying to get vengeance. She's like, <laughs> we're going to become actual witches. <laughs> So that was a big rule at my dad's house. I remember that as was a kid. no Harry Potter. Yeah, I've heard of people that I I feel like I know I'm related to somebody that's like that. I have like a cousin or something that's the mm-hmm. same thing. Do your thing, you know. I think they watch it now though. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I know they, when I was yeah. a kid, it was no Harry Potter. Well, I think maybe they thought when the first one came out, it's like all right, let's not deal with that. And then yeah. when there's seven of them, you gotta like. Yeah, it was very different because at my mom's house we had TV and we could watch TV, we could play games. But my dad's house, they didn't even have TV. So it was a very different summer for me when I'd stay at my dad's because they didn't have a TV. I remember sneaking watching VH1 all the time on my TV and MTV because those were like mm. the... So my parents, we had 34 channels. Well, we had 24 channels for the longest time. And then I remember when we got up to 35, but they blocked like MTV and VH1. So you, if you were just hitting the channel button, it would skip over it. But if you enter the number... Oh, the loophole. So, so I memorized <laughs> I memorized that VH1 was 34, CMT was 33. We had CMT blocked. What's up with that? And then... Uh, Especially CMT back then. Yeah, I know, Very right? Safe. 
So I would always enter channel 34 and watch VH1 on low volume downstairs. <laughs> and if my parents started coming down, I'd be like, oh, ESPN, which was channel Whoops. 8. ESPN 2 was channel 17. I still remember all the numbers. Dang. Yep. That's amazing. ABC was 4. CBS was 2. Uh, NBC was 6. You're such up. a nerd. I am such a nerd. And that is your throwback Thursday question. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. Good morning. It is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And there are uh, a couple of new dating apps out there. Now, there are, I don't even know how many dating apps there are, but everyone's been talking about the Tinder Swindler. Have you heard of that show on Netflix? No. What? I don't think so. How do you I host- haven't seen it. Twice. It sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. Three times a show, you host the trending stories. You haven't heard of this uh, movie, the Twin or the Tinder Swindler? Okay, so it's a documentary. The title, yes, I've heard. Oh, okay. That being said, but I've never seen it or watched it. Well, basically, this guy photoshopped himself living this lavish love st- lifestyle, and then would get money from one date, and then spend that money to uh, woo the other woman, and then say that he needs money and he's got enemies, and they've got his credit card and. These basically swindled these women out of spending thousands and thousands of dollars on him. It was a Ponzi scheme. Long Holy story crap. short, yeah. And it's all on Tinder. And I'm also sitting there wondering, who has just $60,000? They can just be like, yeah, yeah, no problem, guy I met on Tinder. Somebody was giving him $60,000? Oh, like some woman I thought I gave him like $200,000. What? Which I want to meet these women. If I called my can bank be- and was like, hey, I need to send $200,000 <laughs> to a date on Tinder, they'd be like, shut up and go home. I want to uh, go on a date with one of these people. You want to? Lauren Seriously. wants to be Tinder swindled. That's what she wants. <laughs> well, there's uh, a couple new apps. I want to ask you this. Even if you're not single, imagine you're single. Which app would you rather use? Okay. There's one app called Thursday, which is really interesting, and it's an app. That means you can only be on it on Thursday morning to set up a date, and then it blocks you out. So what it's doing? So weird. The can re- you, you can only go on a date on a Thursday too, or no? no, no you no, can no, just no. use the app. You can only use the app on Thursday morning because what it's saying is the problem with dating apps is there's too many options, and what happens is people swipe on a bunch of people. And then they never really go on any dates with them because they're chatting with seven people. Okay. And almost they like, always, yeah. Almost like people aren't as serious about it because they're, they can exactly. have access to it 24-7. Do you know how many friends I have that are on these dating apps that say all the time, like, you know what? It almost makes it more difficult because I always feel like there's this grass is greener mentality. And sometimes you go on a date with one person and then that night you hop on Tinder and then you're like, oh, well, this person actually seems like a better match for me. And then you're always wondering, and right? And you're in your head like, oh, so, should I wait? Should I do this? This app is called Thursday, and literally it is open from Thursday morning, and it deletes the chats afterwards. Because so you don't even get to go back and see who you were no, chatting No, because with? they want you to get their number and actually form a relationship and go out on a date instead oh. of just being on the apps the whole time. I that's think it's interesting. A, that's not a crazy idea. Okay. And then there's another dating app that matches you based on humor and memes. And what you find funny, <laughs> right? Well, you just trade memes. What's it called? Yeah, this one is called, I'm trying to, it's called Schmooze. Schmooze. Yes, Schmooze. It can okay. buy, it's, a, it's a machine learning and memes to connect people based on a humor algorithm. Okay, I'm so, writing these down. Would you rather have to find your soulmate on an app that you can only use on Thursday morning and then you got to get on the dating scene and go on dates and call people and all that? Or would you rather be matched with someone based on we think the same internet memes are funny? <laughs> like, you, you laugh at the same things. Ooh, that, that's tough because I could find a lot of internet memes funny, and so could somebody I know I would not jive with, and they could also find it funny. 
So that that's tough for me. And I'm always looking for humor in a relationship. Yeah. Like one of my top qualities is someone who can make me laugh. But I think I think the Thursday. Because you think I, Thursday idea? I feel like it, it's more serious to find someone and settle down and begin a relationship rather than, I mean, they're co- complete polar opposites, right? The Thursday is, hey, let's get serious, find somebody, don't be swiping all the time, go on a date. Go you know, do it, yeah. Get rid of the frills and the fuss, exchange numbers. But then the other one is, let's be goofy and silly and look I, at this I meme of this no, cat. I, I'm, I'm with the memes because I have friends on my Facebook that share things that think they're funny. And I'm like, that's not funny at all. We would not be a good match. There, and then I I don't know. My bar for, for humor is pretty low. So I'm pretty sure I would just be matched with funny. anyone. <laughs> the, the app's like, Lauren, you match with 99% of the population. <laughs> because, because 99% of the population find that funny. Yeah, but there's there's a couple people that I'm friends with on Facebook that I I don't even know if I've met personally, but just somehow we've become Facebook friends. And some of the stuff they share, I'm like, you are my kind of person. And I want to message them and be like, let's be friends. So I would choose Schmooze way more than, than Thursday. And by the way, I think the Thursday app, if, in case you want to download it now, I think right now it's in New York and London. So only oh. in the big cities. Well, that that's what I'm looking at, the story. Way to bury the lead. It's No, it's like a growing app. I, okay. It'll soon be mainstream if it catches on, but I think Schmooze is available. I wonder why they chose Thursday. Like, why Thursday well, of all the days? Uh, the weekend. I think it gives you plans for the weekend. So you do Thursday morning, and then you make a date plan for that weekend. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? What are you doing Saturday? What are you doing Sunday? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, people who are on it have to be serious because Thursday mornings, a lot of people are working. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What if you message someone on Thursday, and it only is open for a few hours? What if you message someone and they never message you back, and then poof, it disappears? And either they're, then you're always wondering, Good did luck. they ignore me, yep. or did they just not get my message in time? Exactly. And that's what it is. So uh, you can let us know, 68719. That's interesting. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. All right, let's do this. It's Joey and Lauren. You hear that music? It means it's time for Listener versus Lauren. A little two-on-one. On the phone with us now, playing Listener versus Lauren. We got Porter and Jenny. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right, so who's smarter out of the both of you, Porter or Jenny? What do we think? I don't know. I don't know. You, you equally balance each other out. Is this a uh, mother-son combo? Am I safe to say that? Yeah. Yep. Okay, mom okay. mom and son going against mom of two boys. Lauren, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to crash on so, this. There's right. no way. Lauren is ah, going to leave the studio. Yeah, yeah. B- go boy moms. <laughs> Good a, luck, you guys. It's a boy mom battle on <laughs> listener versus Lauren. Okay, so Lauren has left the studio, guys. Yep, she's gone. Okay, so it's soundproof. She will not be able to hear these questions. We'll ask you the three, and then we'll bring Lauren in and ask her the same questions, all right? All right. Question number one, guys. In Greek mythology, what is Hades the god of? Ooh, Hades. Hades. I believe it's the underworld. And like, you yeah, would underworld. you would be correct. Hades is the god of the underworld. Woo! All right. One for one, guys. Yay. Question number two. How many colors are found in a rainbow? In the traditional rainbow, how many colors are there? All right. Listen them off, Porter. Red. Orange, yellow, uh, green, yeah, blue, uh-huh. and indigo. Yeah, and one more. There's technically one more. Violet? Yeah, there it is. That's seven. You didn't even have to name them. So that's a bonus point unofficially <laughs> because I was just looking for the number seven. All right, and question number ah. three. This is the most popular type of donut in the United States. 
Oh, what do you think, Porter? That's all you. You're the donut guy. Porter the donut Jelly man. Filled. Jelly filled. That would be my favorite, but it is not jelly filled. Still, two out of three, not bad. Stay on the line, guys. Here comes Lauren, so don't give any hints. And Lauren is back in studio. It is the boy-mom battle. <laughs> all right, Lauren. Okay. Question number one. In Greek mythology, what is Hades the god of? Um... Hell? The underworld? The underworld. Okay. I'm like I probably would have taken hell as okay. the answer, but the underworld is technically what, what the answer for. is. Alright, question number two. How many colors are found in a rainbow? Okay, this okay. I think six. Dang it! It is not six. Is it seven or eight? Uh, it's probably it's eight. Seven. Dang it! In fact, Porter and Jenny listed off the colors because they're bougie like that. And Dang, question number smart. three, here we go. Question number three, this is the most popular type of donut in the United States. My heart says maple bar, but my brain says glazed. I'm going to go glazed. It seems like the safer option. Glazed is correct. So it's a two out of three tie, Woo-hoo! except for Porter and Jenny got the bonus point because they named the colors. But you didn't tell me that that was a bonus point. It was an unofficial bonus point. <laughs> you didn't say list the colors for a bonus they point. They decided that they wanted to list the colors, which... Fine, fine. Wait, yellow, okay. orange, okay. purple, blue, No, there's no red. purple. There's no purple. Oh, crap. It's red, no or- purple red, no, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Those okay, are your seven colors. Okay, indigo is basically purple. It's not. And, and it's violet's indigo. basically purple. Listen, to Porter and yeah, Jenny. Yeah, the same as purple. Oh, yeah, no, no, you. no, no, don't get. She didn't get the unofficial <laughs> bonus point. You guys did. You guys are today's winners. All right. Way Bye. to go, <laughs> Joey and Lauren. All right. Good morning. It is Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack today. If you accidentally oversalt a dish, we've all been there, right? You just have, especially the ones that they grind and shake. I love the grinder. So I just keep going. You just overdo it. Yeah. So if you oversalt the dish, drop a peeled potato in it. It absorbs the excess salt for an instant fix me up. Wow. Yeah. Little so peeled potato. So you just potato. like uh, stir in that that peeled potato to soak it all up. Then yeah. you take it out. Yeah. Then take it out, and then you're good huh. to go. So I always thought, you know, they always say in the cooking shows, Food Network, you can uh, all you can never undersalt, or you can always put more salt in. You can't take any out. Bull crap. Not according to that life hack. Peeled potato. Toss it in your I mean, soup. you got to try it. It's got to be tried and true, so you got to figure it out first. Yeah. I also think you salt to taste. So taste it, add a little salt, taste it. That's how you do it, so you don't overdo it. I can never get my noodles right because I'm always too scared to eat them because they're so hot, and so I'm like... Oh, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> like I made pasta last night, and I'm like trying to get it al dente because overcooked pasta is one of my top ten pet peeves. Like if oh, I ever so got... gross. If I was in prison, don't waterboard me for torture. Give me overcooked macaroni <laughs> and cheese. With that mushy pasta, oh, and I'll bad, tell you anything. Right? Yeah, I would tell the world secrets. It instantly changes the taste of your pasta yeah, when it absolutely. feels that way. Uh, I'm in an interesting development uh, because of yesterday with the man formerly known as Producer Ian. Used to be producer of our show, got promoted, went on to the big leagues, and now still works with us, but doesn't work with us. He's too big for us. And so um, yesterday, ran over a nail in our tire, so we got to get our tire replaced. So we're going to be doing that, but for the time being... I needed to put some air in the tire. So yesterday, after the show, I'm driving to the gas station for the air pump. And I got to go to a specific gas station because it actually, it's great. It shows you a digital screen of what the PSI needs to be for your tire. So I got to go to that one. And as I'm driving, I'm just on the road. 
and there is a car just kissing my tail, just right behind me. And I'm, by the way, I'm going four miles over the speed limit. But they're just riding your tail. Yes. And okay. this is not this is not the freeway. This is even not this is kind of a country road. Like it's not even a main road. Mm-hmm. There's cars in front of me. It's in middle of the day. It's not like a time when someone would be rushing. And there's a car just riding my tail. So I kind of look and I'm like, oh, whatever. And then I look again and I see it is producer Ian. And it's producer Ian <laughs> right on my tail. He so doesn't know see, it's me. You see producer Ian in your rear view. I see producer you're Ian. You're sure. It's his car. It's I'm him. I'm positive. It's his car. It's him. And for all the details I need, he's has our air freshener. And I know he has our Joey and Lauren <laughs> air freshener. So I know he's it's him. He's riding your tail, okay? So it, and we're coming from the same direction. We, we probably left right around the same time from the studio. And so I see producer Ian riding my tail. And I don't know what to do about it. I want to bring it up to him. I mean, I'm bringing it up now. I don't know if he's listening or not. Maybe we'll find out. But I, do I bring it up to him? <laughs> now, there was no honking. There was no middle fingers involved. But, but there was some road rage. Is that what you're saying? Ugh, road, does road rage to me that involves a honk, a flashing of the high beams, or a middle finger? Well, I think or any, any type of road rage would be frustration and recklessness. So, and if somebody is that close to you, as you are describing, that's recklessness. I mean, there was Isn't a time it? I couldn't even see the logo of his car. You know what I mean? That was that yeah. close. And, I, I mean, at first well, I was like, who is this What dude? did his face look like? Did he so, look angry? No, <laughs> that's the thing. Producer Ian, I love him to death, but the dude kind of just does his own thing. And so I think he was oblivious. He did not look angry. And he did not look focused. He kind of looked like he was just driving. Okay, so then it wasn't as much of a vindictiveness but he was, but he as you was think. On my tail, like I could. Well, <laughs> you should have brake checked him. Here's a great example. I know I should have. A great example where the gas station was on the left that I needed to go to. Mm-hmm. So I kind of pulled off a little bit to the center, and immediately he went and went right around me. Oh so there was gosh. a little bit of road that rage. So weird when you know the person. And I told him, and he has no idea it was me. No idea, because he wouldn't have done that, I think, if he would have realized it was my car. Well, and, and he maybe would have um, called Backed you or off. something. Yeah. Or, like, waved as he was passing by, like, yeah. uh-huh, you know. No. And I don't even think it registered that it was my car. And I don't know what to do now, because I can't get the image of him on my tail <laughs> out of my head. I can't do it. you got to bring it up to him. So you think Unless, I should bring I mean, it up? He might be listening right now. I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, one so maybe he'll is, bring it up to you. Yeah, if he's hearing this right now, he's going to come to the office a little bit later, and he's going to be like, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry." Or I let it be, and I never bring it up. Or I I say something. Oh, I would totally. And say do I something. I say something as a joke, right? Like, "Hey, dude, you were riding my tail the other day." Oh, I bring it up to him, and maybe not even as a joke, but just in a happier way. He also has an older like, car, and I don't know how quick those brakes are. So I have a feeling if I would have brake checked me, it would be like. <laughs> Like, I don't know what would have happened. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time for What Did We Learn on the show today. I learned that the glazed donut is the most popular donut in the United States. That was a listener versus Lauren question on the show today. Yeah, but it's not that much of a surprise. I feel like it's the safest option. It seems to be the most popular. Every single donut shop has a glazed donut. By the way, the maple bar was like 10th, which breaks my heart. Yeah, the number two. I almost said maple bar. Number two most popular donut in the United States was uh, apple fritter. Which, Ugh. it's hearty. I mean, the apple fritter, I mean, it, it fills you that's up. That's my grandpa's favorite donut. Maybe that's why. Maybe. <laughs> I would say the average age for donut eaters are probably, it scales a little. I mean, I don't know. Kids you think love, so? Kids love donuts and older people love donuts. No. 
everyone loves donuts. I mean, I you can't everyone say everyone loves donuts, but I think if you walked into a donut shop, you're seeing a parent with their kiddos getting a box to go, and then you're seeing some older people sitting around some tables. I think okay, that's, that's your traditional donut shop. The apple shop. fritter, though, is interesting because I feel like that's the donut of our forefathers. That's like the older people really enjoy the that's apple fritters. That's what this country is built on is apple fritters. And maybe I'm eating my own words. Maybe you're driving right now and you're like, Lauren, I'm 25 and I love apple fritters. The jelly filled could run so the or the apple fritter had to run so the jelly filled could walk. <laughs> Basically, it had, to, it had to do its thing. Yeah, I'm not a jelly-filled type donut person. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the app, the dating apps that you yeah, brought up. Yeah, there's two new dating apps that have created a lot of buzz. One is it's only available on Thursday mornings because they want you to match with somebody and actually go on a date, not sit on the app all day. Yeah, stop messing around and trying to date a ton of people and then you ghost people. Uh, 68719, this text uh, telling us what app that they would use. It yeah. says, love the idea of the new app Thursday which is the one you were just describing. Yeah. The dating scene is a joke. You date, ghost, try someone else. Then they try to come back. Then you hear they matched up with your friend while they're talking and dating you. Men and women are both guilty of it. People are always looking for something better, which I would agree. From what the I Thursday have heard, app sounds kind of cool. From what I've heard about Tinder is it's a grass is greener syndrome for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, think about it. You have thousands of potential dates and you match with somebody. You go on a date. You're going to go home and maybe that night you go on Tinder again and then you find two more people to match with. And it's just this vicious cycle. So I get it. Yeah, it's got to be. It's just got to be tough. And I have a lot of friends that say the same thing. So if Thursday hits the rest of the U.S. because you said it's in right now, it's just in New York City. Yeah, it needs to go nationwide. Maybe people will be able to find their soulmates quicker. I would want to create a new one. It's just open on Tuesdays and you got to go out on a Wednesday. It's the middle of the week dating (laughs) app. You get your weekends to yourself. And you have to go on like a breakfast date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing in the morning. Brunch only. Yeah. It's dating for just brunch dates. <laughs> I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.